2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And today we are going to talk with you all about a question and answer session for uh, your technology needs. But before we do that, let me introduce myself. My name is Michael. I will be one of your facilitators today. And uh, we are representing the Whole Foundation and Learning Center. Now, the Whole Foundation and Learning Center was founded in 1962 um, to serve people with vision loss. We welcome you you to join us in our blind friendly campus just outside of Portland, Oregon at, at one of our seminars or during one of the getaways throughout the year. At the end of this session, we'll give you information uh, to connect with us. So get those note-taking devices ready. Now, it's my pleasure today to uh, introduce Marty in a moment. But before I do that, Teresa, can you go over the Zoom commands for people? Uh, and thank you for being our host today. I certainly can. Okay, <clears throat> if you're on a PC, to mute and unmute is Alt-A. And to raise and lower your hand is Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac, to mute and unmute is Command-Shift-A. To raise and lower your hand is Option-Y. If you're on the app, to mute and unmute, lower left-hand corner is the button. And to raise and lower your hand is under the More button, which is in the lower right-hand corner. If you're on a touch-toned phone, mute and unmute is star 6. To raise and lower your hand is star 9. And... Please be mindful of your background noise, but we will be muting people. And when Michael's ready for raised hands, he will let us know. Definitely. Thank you so much for that, Teresa. And I am joined by the amazing Marty Sobel. Marty, you want to introduce yourself to people? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Marty, and Michael and I regularly do these groups, you know, to allow people to come and try and throw their questions out and see if we can help them or help you guys answer questions um, with whatever device issues you may have. The only thing I will ask today is that we have quite a large group so far. So let's try and be cognizant of time with each person so that we can hopefully get everybody's questions asked. So thanks for coming. Perfect. And so, Marty, um, do we just want to jump right into it and see if people have questions or what are you thinking? Yeah, let's do that. 
Okay. So if you have a question about your technology, feel free to raise your hand. I was telling someone earlier today that we're leaving ourselves wide open when we do these calls because you never know what people are going to bring us. And that's what makes it fun. Uh, and, and sorry if I sounded distracted. I'm using a new computer and I had to switch off some announcements because that was getting to be annoying. Uh, Teresa, do we have any hands yet? Linda Merriman. All right, Linda, go ahead and unmute yourself and let's uh, get your question. Hi, <clears throat> I wanted to ask you if you know about what you can tell me about. I need, well, first of all, I need a keyboard for my iPad, which is sixth generation. <clears throat> and looking online, I found a Logitech K480 wireless multi device keyboard for Windows, Mac OS, iPad OS, Android or Chrome OS, Bluetooth, Compact, compatible PC, Mac, laptop, smartphone, and, and tablet. And I wanted to know if, if you think it's a good product. Um, Logitech typically, of course, there's always an exception, but for the most part, Logitech does make a good product. I would recommend them for you know external keyboards or my stuff like that. Um, <laughs> The only thing I would recommend for looking for a keyboard for you is as long as it's Bluetooth, uh, get whatever you think is going to be the most comfortable and the easiest to use for you. That's pretty much what it comes down to because there's so many different ones. So that's what I would and say about that. And if portability is important to you, full transparency, I work for this company, so I wanted to throw that out there. Uh, AT Guys sells a, it's, the brand is called Pluggable, but it is a Bluetooth keyboard. And it will fold up, and it, it's a tri-fold keyboard. So it folds up into the size of a small paperback book. The nice thing about that is you don't have to fiddle with any switches or buttons to know if it's on or off. If it's folded up, it's off. If it's unfolded, it's on. Uh, that would be great if you you need to throw it in a purse or a bag. I don't know about the the size of the Logitech, but if that's important to you, that's another thing to take a look at. So hopefully that helps, Linda. I, I lost your address. You gave me that one the other day, that day and I lost the address. Yep. Uh, will that one do both Android and uh, Apple? Yep. And you can also connect it to Windows or Mac. The advantage to the Logitech, I believe, is that it will let you be connected to multiple devices at once and you can switch between those devices. Whereas with the pluggable folding Bluetooth keyboard, you do have to switch between the devices and what you're connected to. So you're not connected to multiple things at once. Not every Logitech keyboard has that, you know, being able to switch to three devices, but a lot of them do. Mm -hmm. Well, this one I think I saw did. I believe yeah. I did. Uh, on the on the one you were talking about, though, what is the web address for it? Because I'd like to look at it. Yep. Simply A is an alpha, <laughs> T is in tango, guys, G U Y S dot com. Okay. Thank you. I lost that and I couldn't find it. No and then problem. I have, I don't want to monopolize you. I do have another question about pictures, but I see uh, Eugene is uh, there. Are others waiting for you. So I'll come back when it looks like you, I want everyone to have a turn. Raise your hand again and that'll add you to the bottom of the queue. Okay. Thanks. Hey, Eugene is next. She is right. <clears throat> Go ahead, Eugene. You might be trying to unmute. He's pretty good at unmuting himself usually. Yes, he he's, <laughs> he's a veteran of Zoom. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, do you want to go to the next person? We'll come back to him, I guess. Well, Linda is the next one. I'm Teresa from Virginia. Ken, why don't we go to Teresa from Virginia? Okay, someone's listening to the ACB stream and unmuted. If you could unmute yourself, that would be great. And I think you said Teresa next, Teresa. Teresa from Virginia, yes. Okay. I wasn't sure for sure if you were calling me or not. Um, I seem to be having problems with my email i have a ipad pro um 2020 and whenever i go to the email it's not downloaded it's like i have to refresh it like five or six times to get it to add new mail and then even once it's added it comes up and says it's not downloaded and all sorts of weird stuff and i don't know how to fix it my first question to you is, what's the service that you're using for your email? Is it like Gmail or what is the service? Um, the one that comes with the iPad. Well, the app, the Apple Mail comes with the yeah. iPad, but that's just an app on the iPad. It's not your email. What's your email address? Or what's, um, the last, what's the last half of your email address? At what? Yahoo.com and okay. I have Gmail too. Okay, so Yahoo is... Uh, the one that you're talking about, I'm assuming, right? Yes. My first suggestion to you would be you might want to try to, you know, get over to Gmail um, as much as you can because Yahoo is going to have a lot of problems since they're not really supporting the email stuff so much anymore. Okay. So you might have a lot of better luck if you were to migrate your main email over to Gmail and see how that goes. And if you're still having a lot of issues after that, we can then check back in and, and see what's going on. But I would first try to get over to your Gmail and use that as your main email and slowly get away from Yahoo, you know, if you can. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Okay, Eugene, I accidentally lowered your hand, but you raised it again. So can you un get unmuted? Manel. Can... Um, yes, we got gotcha. you. There you are. Right. We knew yeah. you could do it. It wouldn't let me get to got it, so I had to go out and come back in. Uh, you had to got it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I have iPhone 12 Pro Max, and uh, something just started here recently. Uh, when I hit my, I had the power button set up for a home button. So when I hit the home button and I double tap, it comes up and starts playing my music. And I, and I have to double tap to get back out of music. But you know, if I keep double tapping, it keeps going back to music. Why is that? And how can I close my music out? Okay, so there's a couple things here. So uh, the function of the home button is, you know, the when you have the home button in the center at the bottom. So no, this doesn't have it in the bottom. This right. So for Mac, so I'm using the uh, when you RP. when you when you close out of applications or you get into the uh, app you know, switcher so that you can close out of your apps. There's a line at the bottom of the phone, and you place your finger on that line and you slide up, you know, just a little bit 
if you're in an app, that will take you out of the app and back to the home screen. And if you want to go to the app switcher, then you slide up a little bit farther and then it will open up all your open apps and you three three finger swipe up to close those apps out. Uh, if, I should, now, if I I tried that and you know it says no apps open, but you know, if I double tap it still got my music. Well, the thing about double tapping is it does multiple things. Double tapping with a two-finger double tap answers your phone and hangs up your phone. And it also starts and stops whatever the last audio you had playing was. And there's not really a way to work around. It's just kind of the way... They need to add a feature so that it's not doing that double finger, two-finger double tap is not having multiple actions to it. Unfortunately, uh, that happens to me sometimes too. I'll be talking to someone on the phone, I'll go to hang up and they'll actually hang up before I can do it. And then I two finger double tap and then like a podcast or music or whatever will start playing. So, so it's, it's kind of a bummer. Eugene, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, okay. What is, so you don't want your music to play pause when you're two finger double tapping. What are you trying to do at that point? Just Well, Sometimes I like what he said, and somebody hangs up, and I go ah. to double tap to hang up. It starts playing. Yep. So if you if if let's say you're, they don't like my music, <laughs> <laughs> so drown yeah. in pool Black Sabbath. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with a little drown in pool Black Sabbath. I now I knew I liked you for some reason. <laughs> uh, so if you are trying to dictate, because I've had this happen to me with iOS 15 a lot, where you're trying to use the two finger double tap to dictate, but it keeps toggling your music playing, and then when you do it again, it'll pause it. If that does happen, touch the status bar at the top of the screen where your time or your signal is, and then two finger double tap. That'll stop the music, and then touch the edit box where you're typing again, and two finger double tap and dictation will start working. I have found that okay. to, to work, but if someone already hangs up and you two finger double tap, unfortunately, there isn't anything we can do because it's the iPhone's doing what it's told to do, which is play media if there's no one on the call. Okay. And All one right, thing to add it. to what Michael said is there is a bug in Siri. Of course, there's a lot of bugs in Siri. Um, but uh, when you start dictating, in so and this is the bug, in some places, you two-finger double tap to start dictating. And when it thinks that you're done dictating, it stops on its own. But in other places, you can start dictating and it doesn't stop until you invoke the two-finger double tap to stop. It's a bug and they haven't uh, fixed it yet. So just be cognizant of that. Is, is there another bug? Like I just got a download uh, the other night and when I woke up in the morning, it was speaking to like a foreign language. And I'm sitting there saying, okay. And I, right. Finally, I ended up turning it off and I managed to get back up to, I asked it to open up settings and it says cannot open up settings. But I finally managed somehow to get in there. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. There's some bugs they still got to work out. They did a whole overhaul of Siri, so there's some issues. But in any case, all right. Hopefully well, that helps you. Okay. Thank right, you very thank much. You. All right. And we do have 10 hands. So. We okay. do. They're getting lined up on the <laughs> runway. Ken is next. Who is next? Ken. Okay. Hello? Hey, Ken. How you doing? I'm good. Hello to Mike and Marty. Hello, hello. 
<laughs> yeah, so my situation is I have a iPhone uh, 10 or iPhone XR, and uh, I'm having trouble with the uh, cursor on it when I'm scrolling through a document of some kind. Um, it will skip and jump around, and, I, and, I, and it takes me in different places and where I want to be at. And I had gone to the iPhone store, uh, excuse me, the Apple store, and uh, they had found a setting in there uh, that they changed it from 20.25 to 0.30, but it's still skipping way too fast. And I've called the Apple help folks, and they tell me there's no such setting, but I know they had a setting in there somewhere. So I don't know if you know where that setting is or not. Yeah, there's two resolutions for that. The first resolution is you could put your finger on the first text at the top of whatever thing you're trying to read. And then you could... Well, I was on the call for the iPhone call. On yeah, the, I thought it was you on there was somebody named Tony. Apparently not you. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So if you put your finger at the top of whatever screen you're on where there's text, yeah. Yeah. if you uh, do that and then you swipe to the right, it'll slowly go down, you know, the screen the page without skipping and jumping all over the place the second thing is the setting that you're looking for is going to be in the rotor and this is a two-part thing the first thing is the answer to your question is going into the rotor and you might have to add it back to the rotor which is going to be in the settings and then uh voiceover and then into the rotor Okay, the, settings, voiceover, and then rotor. Okay, got it. Yeah, and then the other thing is once you get that rotor up, when you get on a page and you activate, say like you're at the top of a web page and there's a lot of text and you want to read through it, you can yeah. invoke the rotor and you can have it uh, pick the amount of information you want to grab when you swipe to the right. So it can be you know, a word, it can be a line, it can be a paragraph. So right. depending on how fast you're trying to get through whatever uh, you're trying to read, the rotor is going to help you with that. Okay. And, All right. And Ken, to answer your original question, I don't know why Apple didn't think about this, but what they changed is at the very last option in voiceover is double tap timeout by default set to 0.25 seconds, and they changed it to 0.3 seconds. So that's the the uh, timing that you were talking about. I don't know why they changed that because that wouldn't affect it when navigating. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. No problem. Have a great day. Thanks for coming. All right. Okay, Kathy is next. I'm here. Hey, Kathy, okay. how are you doing? I, I'm good. I'm using an iPhone 11 with voiceover and also an iPad 8. I'm using Pages. Now, I started learning it on my iPhone because that's what I had only at the time. Now I'm using Pages on my iPad, and I find it easier to set up, like change the font to change the size and stuff like that. And I'm doing basic typing. But here comes the problem. When I finish the document, on the iPhone, I can find a done button, but not on the iPad, but it seems to save it anyway. But on the iPad, I, what I need to do is export it out to a Word file because most of the people that I'm writing to have Word and I have pages. So I do that, and then I want to send it to their email. And with the iPad, I couldn't get it to 
progressed. I had to go to the iPhone and do it. I don't know what I'm missing. Do you have any any clue? Sometimes they move the buttons on, even though the app is an identical app from the phone to right. the iPad. On the iPad, they move the buttons to different places for two reasons. One is uh, it's a it's a bigger screen. Right. It also has a split screen if you turn it sideways, like a horizontal view, because yep. then it's like got tools on the left side and then information will be on the right side and then they move the buttons you know into sometimes a weird spot so it might be mm-hmm. in one of well it could be in in one of the corners but it could also be at the top like right in the divide there uh uh-huh. sometimes they put a button right there at the top in the divide if you understand what i'm saying like when you I have do. it sideways yeah uh, that's landscape. Yep. Yeah, landscape. Thank you. <laughs> well, what I, what I did was I, I cheated. I, I thought, oh, I can't do this right now on the iPad. So I just did it. I just pulled it up. It's in the iCloud, you know, and I just pulled it up and I did it on the iPhone and I thought I'll work it out later. If I also you know- want to let the lady know that I have a, a K480 um, and, and I really like it. You can... As, as Mike said, you can pair to three devices, and I don't even have three devices. It, the keyboard is kind of loud. I also have one of the pluggable keyboard, which I travel with when I go someplace, and I love that keyboard. The first keyboard what you I, were talking about sounds like a mechanical keyboard, correct? It's a um, Logitech. Yeah, clack, 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 clack. Yeah, that's know. a mechanical keyboard, yeah. But they, they tend to be a lot louder than any other yeah, of the regular keyboards. Yeah, but the pluggable, keyboards. I mean, it's quiet, really quiet. And I found out what happens when the battery needs charged. <laughs> yeah, it goes sideways. <laughs> it, no, it just stops working. But um, I'm, I appreciate your help, and um, I'll check it out. All right, uh, sounds great. Well, thank all you. Taking into consideration. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Nora is next. You can unmute Nora. Hello, this is Noya. Hi, Nora. How you doing? Fine. I have a question with my, well, I have an iPad mini. It's a version of 9.3.5. It's a kind of an older iPad. But my question is, I have voiceover. When I use voiceover and I want to look something on Facebook, and I'm going to move my page up and down like yeah. i do yesterday at 6 26 a.m sorry about that more happy third birthday Pen. anyway four exclamation marks yeah Paul Prince. facebook so if i want to move my page double tap tool. without using the magnifier um and i use voiceover but when i'm on facebook i can't facebook 24 facebook 24 it, if you want to scroll down it would be Huh? Three fingers swipe up or three fingers swipe down, which makes your page move up or down. Oh, well, I'm trying it, it's not doing it with voiceover. Friends, more happy refreshing content. Not quite. No, I think it's, I tried the three finger tap, but it just doesn't seem to 
it's not a it's a you put three fingers on the screen like your three middle fingers and then you slide up or down and it will move the page up or down it's not a tap it's like a slide a swipe up or swipe down yeah which i'm doing but it's not working and i have voice over turned on yeah that's the gesture to do that with voiceover on yeah. You could also try and like swipe to the right or to the left, and that also moves the page up and down as you go down. It's like a yeah. one finger swipe to the right or to the left. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not doing anything now. Oh, yeah. Page two of six. Now, 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 it takes a little practice, but you'll get it. Thank you. No problem. Have a great day. Thanks for coming. Hey, Barbie is next. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Hello. I'm Barbie. Something strange just happened to my phone. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm all of a sudden getting um, TTI texting or something. Anyway. What kind I'm, of phone is it? iPhone Pro Max 13. Okay. Well, I've been having a problem with my email, and I understand that perhaps I should update my email because I'm using Hotmail, and but I'm keeping it because someone made it, set it up for me at least 10 or 11 years ago, and I just feel kind of sensitive about it. But on my new phone, when I'm trying to use the Hotmail, it comes up in a block and it reads all like two emails at a time. And I've tried several different ways to get it to not do that. And also this morning, in order for it not to do that, I have to keep playing with it. And then it'll just put a big circle around one of them. It's kind of a difficult thing. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Um. There's all kinds of crazy things out there, but you know, <laughs> both Hotmail and, and Yahoo are not really all that supported anymore. So my first question to you is, are you trying to access your email on the web, like in a browser, or are you trying to access your email through the mail app on your device? The mail app on my device. And you have... Try turning your... Your phone, I believe you said you had a 13 Pro Max. Yeah. Try turning it to like sideways and see if you get all of the people that have sent you emails on the left side and then the body of the email in the center. So then you could go through them and the one that you would want to read on the left, you click it and it would open up the email the body of that email in the right side in the center there. And when you're ready to go to the next one, you go back over to the left and and go down and rinse and repeat. That might oh, make so it a little... it's acting like an iPad, you think? Well, you, it, it might be easier for you to navigate through your email if you turn your phone sideways because you'll... Because when you do that, the emails... That on the left, everyone who sent you an email, so you'll have a list of all the people that have sent you emails there. It doesn't go away; it stays there. So once you're done reading the email, you know, in the center on the right side, then you could go back to the left and continue down, and you'll hear with voiceover, you know, who the next email is from, and you could double click and go into that one, 
you know, and, and might okay, be easier so for it might be easier for you. The same situation is when I'm if I use the voiceover and I'm listening to the email, it's overlapping in the in the email. So like if I'm on one of the community calls and it says one tap and then it has the link. Well, it would be saying one tap and you're hitting the link, but you'll get one tap instead. One thing you can try and do also is quitting out of all of your apps and restarting your phone. Sometimes that resolves that issue. Okay. Do you know, how to, you. Do you know how to restart your phone on that phone? Yes, I do. Because... Okay. With my with my older phone, which is a 6S Plus, I don't have any of those problems. So it's, it makes it kind of weird. Yeah. Try restarting your phone and seeing if that helps. And then try doing, you know, the sideways. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Okay, number ending in 495. We'd love to know who you are, but you're next. Oh, they were unmuted. Okay, but they muted themselves. Can you hear me now? Yeah, now we can hear there you. There we go. Yeah, uh, this is Ibrahim. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Good, so I have a weird Outlook email mess, uh, email problem. Uh, I have my email account set up on my PC, and I tried to add the Outlook account to my uh, Apple Mail, I am noticing that I get all my messages in my Outlook account on the PC, uh, but when I connect it to the phone, the Apple Mail app, I'm only getting like the last two or three messages instead of all the messages that are in my uh, Outlook account. So I'm going to have Michael actually help you with this particular issue. But one thing I want to say is that when you try and put... Uh, either like a Microsoft Exchange or an Outlook email into the Mac mail app or the iPhone mail app that came on your device, for whatever reason, yeah. it keeps disconnecting itself. It's a weird bug that they haven't resolved yet. Uh -huh. So that's going to be uh -huh. part of the issue in the Mac mail program. But Michael, do you want to chime in okay. on the other stuff? What am I chiming in on? Sorry. Out, out, he's having problems with email and Outlook. An Outlook on iOS or Windows? Uh, iOS connected uh, to, win to Windows, but all my messages from the Windows uh, Outlook is not showing up in the Outlook in the Apple Mail. Okay. So on your Outlook on your computer, what I would have you do, yeah, and if you need assistance with this, you can either call the whole foundation, yeah. which will give you some uh, information about it, or we you okay. can call Microsoft support. But it sounds to me like you might be set up with pop mail on your Outlook on your computer. Okay. Um, if you're okay. not set to IMAP, then that won't synchronize your messages between your devices. Even if I have it logged in on the phone, like inside the settings and everything? If your computer is set to pop mail, that means that it's going to download all the messages on your computer yeah. and then delete them from yeah. the server, which means your phone wouldn't have any oh, messages okay. to get because they're all already okay. downloaded to your computer. Okay, so I need to change the, the server thing, basically. Yes, you need to make sure that you're connected to your email via pop, uh, via IMAP, not via POP. And when I'm you connect not. via IMAP, then it will synchronize to every device that signed into that same email account. 
Okay, because I don't know why he's doing this. Like, the last time I did this, it was fine. But I guess what you're saying is right because uh, I'm getting everything on the Outlook on the Windows, just not the Apple side. So I'm going to have to uh, call the whole foundation. And uh, I noticed there's a link in the community call. Is that the website where I can get yep. the number for the whole foundation? Yep, okay. and there's a contact form there that okay. you can use to reach out if you don't want to call someone, and we can get a call scheduled okay. with you to get it, to work on getting your email configured properly. What would uh, I get? One of you guys or somebody else? Yeah, you would get you would get probably me. Okay, I'll, I'll be in touch that way. Thank you, guys. Okay. Okay, you had me scared there for a second. I didn't think you wanted to talk to me. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, it, it cut I, out. I, I, I get I, it. I think, no I think problem. They, I think they do. I think Zoom wants everybody to use the app instead of one tap mobile because they're trying to make things hard for me with just a phone call thing. Well, you're going to get higher quality audio with the app, but that's a, a, a discussion for another day because we have some other hands. But thanks for asking your question. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having this. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Number ending in 967 is next. Hi, it's Barb. Can you hear me okay? We yeah, can, Barb. How are you doing? Doing good. Okay, I'm Barb from Missouri. Uh, I actually have two questions. One is when I'm on my homepage, and I want to get to the page that shows all of the notifications. It says the three-finger swipe down. But when I do that, it takes me to the spotlight page, not to the page that has all of my notifications. You have to... You're on an iPhone, right? iPhone 7 Plus. Okay. The trick to that is making your voiceover cursor be on any item at the very top of the screen. So for example, make sure that the voiceover cursor is either on the time all the way on the very, okay. very top or the date or any one of those things okay. at the very, very top. Once you have the okay. voiceover cursor on one of those things, time or for example, and then you do a three finger swipe down, it will bring up your notifications. Okay. Um, second question is, I'm hearing a lot of people have the iPhone and the iPad. What are the advantages to having both? Um, well, a lot of people have a, an iPhone and an iPad because they have decided to go with an iPad instead of having a computer because on the iPad you can have a case with a keyboard and it's kind of like a laptop. But people, you know, like to type with a regular keyboard, not just always on the glass. And uh, the screen is bigger. If you have any vision at all, you might be able to see a little bit more on the iPad than on the phone just due to the size of the screen. I mean, it's kind of a preference to have that. If you don't have any vision, then I would probably recommend sticking with your phone. And if you wanted to type, get a Bluetooth keyboard that would work with your iPhone and go that route. But it's there's not any preference one way or the other. It's just kind of a lot of people... They're giving up their computer for the iPad and they carry their phone daily. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Thank you. Yep. Next is phone number ending in 308. 
Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I can. Hi, my name is Jewel. Um, I have two issues, but one is more urgent than the other. So I'll go with that one first. Um, okay. <laughs> I have been using Zoom you know, for a while, and I was at an event for another group, and it put me in safe driving mode. I've gotten out of that now. However, ever since then, even when I'm in regular mode, it won't show me the unmute button. It just shows me a list of the participants, and then it goes down to the vertical scroll bar. That's it. Are you no on an iPhone? Is that what you're on? I'm sorry, yes. iPhone SE second gen um, with the latest iOS. I'm up to date. Okay. And is your Zoom up to date? Yes, that is up to date. Also, and I have uninstalled it and reinstalled it, and I have turned my phone off and back on, and you know all that stuff. You know, trying to get it to figure out the nothing. So, due to the size of the screen, one thing that they've done is they've hidden some of the buttons. And there's a, uh, I believe, on a phone, it's in the top right corner, I think, and it's a more button. And when you click that, then it opens up those other options like raise your hand and stuff like that. Right. But I don't have that either. If I'm in a call, in the Zoom call, if I'm not in a call, then I have like the settings tab and everything. But in a Zoom call, all I have is the list of participants and then down the bottom, the vertical scroll bar and then nothing. Um, I know in the past, I had a more button in the bottom right corner and the unmute button in the bottom left corner. It's not there now. What do you so see right now? Right. What do you see right now being logged into this Zoom? And the reason why I'm asking you that is because some Zoom groups uh, lock people out of settings and right. stuff like that. So that's why I was asking. I'm not calling from Zoom right now. I'm calling from my phone because Zoom is impossible to unmute at this time, and so I would not be able to ask my question. Oh, so I'm on my it. phone. Called in that way to the one link, one tap mobile. Uh -huh. um, but this is going across calls, including the call that I facilitate myself that I know does not have that lock. Hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing yeah. I would suggest doing, which actually might be easier in this situation, is you know get the hall phone number and have them send me your information, and I can call you one on one, and we could try and sort it out that way. I also have an idea. What is Go ahead, Michael. So uh, here's an idea for you that, that I've had a couple of people do that makes it easier and it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> Two things. A, because you're saying that you're seeing the participants uh, on the screen uh, and that's all you're seeing, do you see a close button in the top right corner by chance? I have looked everywhere. No, there's no okay. close buttons as far as I can. So the second option is before you join a meeting, I assume you're signed into a Zoom account on your phone. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, That's go correct. into the settings in the bottom right-hand corner. Under meetings, there's a checkbox that says always show meeting controls. And if you check that, it should keep that bar across the bottom and you should be able to see it then. Okay, so always always show controls. Okay. Yep, always show meeting controls. It's under settings and then meeting. And then as Marty said, if that doesn't work, feel free to, to reach out to the whole foundation. There's a link ah. to our website uh, in the email as well. And our phone numbers are, and we'll give that to you at the end of the call too. It just turned, toggle that it was off. 
So now it is on. We'll see what happens when I call in for my Zoom call with my local group then. Okay, Perfect. great. And, and if you want to test yeah, it, feel free to call into this Zoom call uh, from your Zoom true. phone and see if it works. Keep the phone line on, yeah. but try just signing in with your iPhone and Zoom. Right. The other issue I'm having is with Safari. And this is something I've talked to Apple Accessibility about a lot because it is an ongoing issue. And I think some other people are having that issue. Um, and I found a workaround, but it's not a very, it's not a workaround that most people are going to want to do. So in Safari, when you would go into a text field, whether it's the address bar or in a forum or what, you know, in the Google search engine, whatever, um, it will type what you're, what you're typing. So like I have a Bluetooth keyboard. If I'm typing, it will type it in there, but it'll do the dump, dump, dump as if, you know, you can't do it. The letters will be there. But since it's not reading the letters back, I don't, I don't always catch the typo. If I do the rotor to go back to that, it doesn't speak the words or characters as I'm going back. It just does the little, the little click sound as if it's moving the cursor, but it doesn't read out the words or characters. So hmm. I can no longer type in forums or address bars without making typos because I've typed so fast. I type 80 words per minute. I type so fast that I'm going to make a typo. Once you, once you type something into a box, you can mm -hmm. take your finger and place it on that box and it will tell you what you have in there so far. And then exactly. you can either continue moving forward with your message or whatever you're trying to type, or you can then go back and resolve the error. Right. The problem is that if I type it, say I type out an address and there's a typo towards the end, but it's not the very end. Like I put an I instead of a, you know, an I O. And there's oh. that typo. The rotor will not read out those letters as I'm going back to, to, to that spot. So I have to keep checking, you know, where I am. I, I basically have to count the letters. Um, because if I go back, it doesn't show me where the cursor is. And then um, at the same time, it just, you know, it just, it's not telling me where I where my cursor is. And then I'm often writing, I have a forum that I write in, and I'll write a whole paragraph, and then I can't go back to fix it. And I have to select all, delete, and empty it. The only uh, workaround I found is to type it in notes and then copy and paste. That's or what I was going to suggest. What I found <laughs> is I downloaded another browser, which works just fine. So it is a Safari issue because it works just fine in another browser. I have the Brave browser now, which oh. I like better anyway. So it is a Safari issue. And Apple, I know Apple is, is aware of it and they're trying to work on it. They can't figure it out what's going on with it. We've done screen share, we've done where they could hear it, we, you know. Yeah. So it's an ongoing issue. The only workaround I've found is copy and paste into the text field or just use a different browser. That is interesting. And it sounds like a Bluetooth keyboard issue. I don't have a Bluetooth to experiment keyboard to experiment with because I did just test it with the on-screen keyboard and it works mm -hmm. just fine. So yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad to know that Apple is working on it and hopefully they'll have a fix yeah. soon. Yeah, it does seem like a keyboard issue with yeah. Um, voiceover. Yeah, so Perfect. that's what I had. Thank well, you. thank you. Um, Hopefully that Zoom setting helped you. And uh, yeah. And if you need anything else, you can get the number and call and one of us could give you a call. All right. I'm going to leave and come back in the Zoom app and see if that works. Sounds All good. Right, thank you. Thank you.
Okay, we have 11 minutes left or so. (laughs) And Monica is up next, and then six more people after Monica. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. So my question is about a text message. Is there a way, well, maybe, I mean, is there a way to block spam text messages? Yes and no. Basically, what you have to do is when you get a spam text message, you have to then go and block that individual phone number, and then you won't get text messages from that phone number anymore. But you would have to do that with every single text message phone or spam text message you get. So it's kind of daunting. It's kind of a pain, unfortunately. So how would I do that exactly? In steps, uh, or I could call you guys. <laughs> yeah, you can Why don't definitely. I do that? I'll get I a hold call, of you. Yeah, yeah my name is Marty. Have the Hi. office have me give you a call, okay. and I can call you one on one and walk you through it. Awesome, thank you. Okay, Maureen Nelson is up next. Hi, how is everybody today? Good. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to let you know that I lived in the Portland and Vancouver area for 35 years. I live in Nevada now, but I'm very familiar with your area. Oh, cool. Great. (laughs) Uh, I had a quick, actually a tip uh, rather than a question. In a a previous call I was in, I heard a really neat tip that I've been using because ever since I've owned an iPhone, the the two-finger double tap to hang up is just intermittent and how it works and doesn't Mm. work. If at the end of a phone call, you take four fingers slightly separated and tap right at the bottom of your screen, it moves your focus to the bottom right corner, which is the hide button, which hides the keyboard. But if you slide, swipe left one time, you're on the end call button and you just double tap it and it works like a charm. Oh, cool. Well, thanks for the tip. That's all I had for right now. All right. Well, thanks for you guys, you guys are doing a great job. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day. Thank you. Um, okay, real Cindy quick. Is, oh, go ahead, Michael. I, I want to jump in for 20 seconds real quick. Uh, Monica, feel free to call Marty, but there is also a setting under settings messages. This is filter unknown call or filter unknown senders. And if you check that, then you'll have uh, anyone who's not in your contacts will be filtered out of your main messages. So give Marty a call though, and he'd be glad to help you out. Who is next, Teresa? Cindy is next. Go ahead, Cindy. There you are. There we go. Hi. Hi. I have a I have a question about Siri. Okay. Because my Siri does not listen to anything I say. When I when I think actually I think it actually it's dictation. When I when I uh, dictate, um, it will it will write whatever it feels like writing. It doesn't write what I tell it to. Like one time I tried to tell somebody I love you and dictation told them that I hate them. (laughs) And that's not even close to what I said. So is there anything I can do to to like fix it or improve it? The only thing I could suggest is maybe talking a little bit slower, a little bit louder, and trying to really pronounce the words you're trying to say. Otherwise, Siri's kind of there's there's nothing you can do to really change the way Siri works. Unfortunately. Okay. 
Thank you. No problem. Thanks for Thanks coming. For Have a great day. Okay, we're getting down to the wire. We have like um, six or seven minutes left and three more people. Barbie, I'm going to skip over you because you've already gone. Um, if we have time at the end, then they can answer your call. But um, Restoria is next. Is she muted? Hi. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I have some vision, and when I turn on voiceover, um, it darkens my screen. How do I keep it from doing that? Oh, that's you got the screen curtain turned on. I right? haven't. I have the what? There's a thing called screen curtain. And it's a privacy feature so that people who can't see at all when they're out and about and they're using their phone, other uh -huh. people can't see what they're doing on their phone. So I believe it's three finger triple tap. Yeah, that's yeah, three finger triple tap with voiceover on, and it will turn on or off the screen curtain. So that means hold three fingers slightly separated from each other and touch the screen three times quickly. Uh, so it's a very solid motion, just three fingers, tap, 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 and then it will either it'll it'll then say screen curtain off. But you need to make sure to have voiceover on when doing it. Now One other thing you could try to do is turn on voiceover, and once voiceover's on invoke siri and say turn off screen curtain it that does not work Marty. oh never just mind try. don't listen yeah, to me. Don't, don't do that <laughs> i just tried it for you um because i was I, my mind went the same place yours did now this is with an ipad right it would this be will ipad work with both or iPhone, iphone and ipad yep. okay thanks yep have a great day thank you pam coffee is up next pam coffee Yes, uh, I have maybe a tip for the person who was not able to mute and unmute in Zoom. Uh, maybe she did not hit the got it button at the beginning of some Zoom calls when they're recorded. There's a got it button that you have to hit. And if you're on an iPhone, it will neither let you raise your hand nor unmute. So uh, that might be well, where the problem was. And the safe driving mode, I don't think there's a Zoom setting for that now. You have to go into focus for that. Okay. That's all. I, and my apologies for the background, the microwave. But Yeah, um, no problem. But thanks for the tip. We appreciate it. You have a great day. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Jewel G is next. I just wanted to let y'all know it is fixed. That oh, was hey. with yeah. it. Um, always show um, uh, meeting options or whatever. Yeah, meeting controls. That fixed it. Um, Perfect. The got it button. I always hit that. No problem. And there is a setting for safe driving mode, but you have to be out of a call to do it. It is under your settings, and you go down to meeting settings, and there's a safe driving, driving mm -hmm. mode toggle. Well, glad awesome. to know that well, it worked. And, and uh, yeah, and now if you 
Just so you are aware, of course, that is always going to show those meeting controls. So now you don't have to double tap in the middle of your screen in order to get them to show. They'll just always be there. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day. I'm supposed to be administering. So. All right. Well, have a great day. Thank you. Roberta. Hi. Hi. You guys are so great. I I, I just blows my mind. Um, I have a question. I'm using an iPhone... SE second generation. It's up to date with iOS. And I would like to know, um, I want to send a text. I want to initiate a text to more than one person in my contacts using Siri. And when I do, I will say, normally I would just say, send a text message to, you know, Joe Schmo. And I'll say, well, what do you want to say? Whatever. But what I want to do is to say, send a message to Joe Schmo and Jane Doe and Sam Sneed and, you know, Joe Thomas. And Siri will come back and repeat those names and say, which one do you want? So-and-so, 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 or so-and-so. I don't think Siri can do a group text like that. It's too much information for it. I think you have to manually create the group. But once you have the group created, if you name the group, you can say, send a text message to whatever the name of your group is. But initially, I believe you have to set up the group manually in the beginning. And that would be great if all of my friends used iPhones. But if they're using an Android Siri can't handle a group. I mean, sorry, it's not a Siri thing. App, you cannot, you cannot create a group unless every person in the group is on an an Apple device. Uh, that isn't true. You can't create a group and have people on both platforms. Just the person with the Android platform won't have all the rest of the features that everybody else has on an iPhone or an Apple device. Then I'm going to call and make an appointment with you because <laughs> Apple says you cannot do it. It might be. Yeah. You, you, you can you do can. It. it. Marty will help you with it. It can be done. It. It is. Yeah. I don't know why they're giving that misinformation because I'm in too many of them already. <laughs> the thing is, is that <laughs> it's it becomes a regular text message. That's why people who have iDevices oh. don't like the people with the Android devices because it kind of eliminates all of the Apple features that you get if everyone in the group was on oh. you know, an iDevice. But that goes out the window when you start having both platforms and it just becomes okay. a regular text message. Okay. And most of, my, most of my friends aren't savvy enough even to understand that. They, don't, they, they just want the text. They don't care about all the super duper features that, yeah. that, that's, that are available. So, all right. Well, thank you great. for asking. Thanks. Have and a great we day. Have, we have thank just you. enough thank time. You. I think Barbie's the only one left, right, yes. Teresa? Yep. All right. So go ahead, Barbie. Yes. Hello, gentlemen, again. Hello. I think I failed to let you know that my email is Outlook. Even though it, even though when I type it in, I put at hotmail.com, but it is Outlook, and I have 365 Office and all that. And this is the only thing that's not working out for some reason. And maybe the way I put it in there is wrong. What email 
program or app are you using? And on the on the cell phone, I have to I have to make it up on the cell phone. It doesn't have it doesn't have Hotmail, and it just has Microsoft Exchange. So maybe I have to use Microsoft Exchange instead. I do not have an answer for you, Barbie. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just be blunt. I do not have an answer for you. Um, go ahead and give us a call and we can try to work it out with that. Or, of course, there is also, we talked about it uh, last week, actually, here with the whole foundation, the Microsoft Disability Support Desk that can also help you with Microsoft-related email accounts, which Hotmail is now owned by Microsoft. Um, so anyone else, Teresa, real quick? No, that's okay. it. We are done. Perfect. That I appreciate each and every one of you for uh, helping us be able to get this uh, completed on time. And at this time, we'd like to thank our whole foundation contributors and members for without your support, these calls would not be possible. Now, we this this week we do have some upcoming Zoom calls coming, uh, and just know that all calls are in Pacific time, but not all calls are shared on the ACB community list. There's a group chat, sight and hearing loss, basics of so basics of hand sewing, and chat with a board chat with a board member. If Michael can talk today, we'll get through this. Uh, and then this Friday we have our first. Friday um, with friends and family meeting. And if you want any more information about those calls, I'll give you the phone number you can call to get details. Our upcoming in-person seminars and retreats include the sight loss uh, include the Spring Fling Getaway, which is Friday, 5th, which is April the 5th through the 8th. We have the Living with Sight Loss Seminar, April 20th through the 22nd. And if you are interested, interested in any of the other events because we do offer several other retreats throughout the entire year you can reach out to us whole foundation sends out post note post session notes which will not go out for today's call because it was a general q a but for any of our other calls we do offer those notes and if you'd like to receive them please feel free to get in touch with us and you can call and i'll repeat this number twice that's 503 Six six eight six one nine five again five zero three six six eight six one nine five or you can email oralhall at gmail dot com and I'll spell that that's o r a l h u l l at gmail.com. We are also available online at Hall Park for the Blind. Dot org. That's H-U-L-L Park for the blind dot org. Uh, and I do have a joke here that I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna share. Uh, and it is I usually put my smartphone in my back pocket. Uh, now I'm a smart ass. So that was the joke that we had here. <laughs> and then uh, the point to ponder that we share. The smartphone revolution is under hype. More people have access to phones than running water. We've never had anything like this since the beginning of the planet. And that's by Mark 
Andresen. And so thank you guys for coming in. We really appreciate it. Have an amazing rest of your day.